You're listening to the Strong Towns Podcast. And welcome to the Strong Towns Podcast. I'm Rachel Quedno, and today we're going to be speaking with a representative from one of the final four towns in our Strongest Town Contest. This contest is our annual opportunity for towns from across the world to compete for the title of Strongest in a bracket-style competition by demonstrating their financial resilience, citizen involvement, and commitment to small-scale change. Today we are speaking with the mayor of Valparaiso, Indiana, John Costas, Valparaiso is facing off against either Traverse City, Michigan, or Ellsworth, Maine at the time of this recording. We will know who their competition is very soon. Make sure to listen to the additional podcasts with representatives from the other three towns in this contest, and then cast your vote for the strongest in each matchup at strongtowns.org slash strongest town. So, Mayor Costas, welcome to the Strong Towns podcast. Well, I'm delighted to be with you, Rachel, today, and always excited to talk about uh, the great city of Valparaiso, Indiana. Thanks so much. So I was interested in starting by asking you, apart from the people, what do you think makes your town unique? We have, uh, first of all, really intense uh, community engagement Um we have, uh, over the last five years, we, we had a community um, engagement long-term planning piece called Valpo Next. And if for a year we engaged about 3,000 of our citizens in, in trying to help us vision what Valparaiso will look like 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now. And so that's just a part of the collaboration that we have uh, between the various sectors, between our citizens, uh, our education, our university, our business sector, our nonprofit sector, our faith community. There's just a spirit of collaboration and a spirit to get things done that really uh, pervades the entire community. So that is the foundation of it. But you can see the vibrancy all over our city. In fact, we have uh, one of the most vibrant downtown centers of any city our size in the country. And in fact, just just uh, three uh, months ago, we were named, our downtown Central Park Plaza was named one of the five great public places in America by the American Planning Association. And uh, all of the other cities are very large cities. And, and the reason is, is we have created a very vibrant downtown with a huge park in the middle where we have 250 events a year. It's a public square. During the winter, we have ice skating in a huge uh, outdoor pavilion, and we had 56,000 skaters our first year. Uh, for a city our size, that's really unusual. So, so for us, the downtown is the heart of the city, and if the downtown doesn't beat strong, then it affects the health of the whole city. We have probably 30 restaurants in the downtown, all kinds of restaurants. Um, we have lots of boutiques and shops. It is the place to be uh, where the county seat. It's the place to be on the weekends and, and even during the week uh, because of the restaurants and the shops and the activities that we have. So, so really our downtown area in what we call Central Park Plaza, which again is this downtown uh, park and, um, and pavilion, is, is really at the heart of the city. Well, it was cool to see photos of that Central Park Plaza in your guys' submissions uh, in the second round of this contest. And it's clear that that's really an important aspect of your city. 
what do you think is the biggest struggle for your town, either for your for your local government or for your residents? What are some of the challenges that Valparaiso is experiencing right now, and how are you addressing those? One of the things that uh, smaller towns uh, need to work on is is having the kind of town to attract our young people back into smaller towns and smaller cities. That is a challenge for every city our size because as our young people get educated, they often want to go off to larger cities and they are reluctant sometimes to move back to where they were raised. And so that has been um, a struggle for most cities. And that's why we've really doubled down on making it a place that is vibrant, that is active, and that continues to uh, be uh, more so each day the place where young people will say, hey, uh, this is pretty cool. So let me give you an example of some of the things that we've done to make it more livable. We've created an express bus service to downtown Chicago. Now, we're, we're uh, less than an hour's drive away into the heart of the city of Chicago, one of the great fiscal engines and great cities uh, in the world. And and so uh, we have uh, four, soon to be five buses a day going directly into the city. And so we have lots of commuters. And so we have more young people who say, well, my job's in the city, but I only need to be there, you know, three days a week. I can work from home two days a week. And they can take a bus in. They can work on the bus. So we're making it easy for them to commute into the city of Chicago and to to also do their work from here from where they live. We have the transportation. We also are bringing, uh, we're one of the few cities that are bringing in broadband. We're actually bringing in our own dark fiber from the area north of us near Chicago so that we, we have significant bandwidth uh, for our businesses and for our uh, schools. So it's a matter of doing a lot of things right and making sure the entire city is strong and affordable and uh, we have great schools here, so we work closely with our uh, K-12 school system. Valparaiso University is a great fit for us because it's it's big enough to be significant, but it's small enough not to overwhelm the city. And uh, so they have approximately 4,000 students, many international students, so it adds a great international flair uh, for our city. Uh, our minority population is increasing, so that means that they feel... Um, uh, that this is a great place for them to raise their children and for them to uh, to build their own life here. So it's a city of collaboration. It's a beautiful city, and uh, it's an affordable city, and it's a progressive city. And so for those reasons, we're pleased to, to be a city that's growing and that really is, is a city of choice uh, for uh, Northwest Indiana. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit familiar with Valparaiso University and Having a university in your town is something that we've seen in uh, multiple towns that participated in the contest this year and last year as well. And I think that that's not that's not a fluke that universities are definitely contributing something to towns that is making them positive places to be. What do you think that the, having the university brings to your town? Well, a lot and uh, a few few thoughts here. First of all, it brings a diverse group of students, uh, particularly students from all different uh, walks of life and from all different countries all over the world. So it adds an international flair to our city that that I think is a is a wonderful thing. And so we have we we have some ethnic restaurants that were started by some of these students as they remain here. Plus, it adds a whole lot of volunteer 
and um, faculty who are very engaged in our city. Many of the boards for our city are staffed by or have members that are faculty members or retired faculty members, and they bring a wealth of experience, knowledge, and, and energy to our city. And we work very closely. We have a town and gown committee. We work very closely with President Heckler and his team. They are just a great source of energy and uh, expertise. And then the students, you know, they just add a lot of vitality to the city. It creates a more stable economic climate also because we know that in, in, in times when we have recessions, the universities tend to, uh, tend to pick up students at those times. So it creates a, a stability that is, is awesome. And, uh, and uh, there are so many uh, positives uh, that we just feel ourselves very fortunate to be the home of Valpies University. And we have a great, a large campus for our community college, Ivy Tech. Uh, which is a, we have a beautiful large campus. So, so from that standpoint, having those educational resources, uh, along with Purdue Extension campuses, NIU not far away, uh, are really, really important to give our young people great opportunities and options for, for education. So it'd be hard to define the city in the absence of, uh, of, of Valparaiso University. Yeah. If I were to visit your town for the day, I unfortunately have never been there. What what would we do? What what would be the best things to do in one day in Valparaiso? Well, if you came here today, the first uh, thing that we would do is we'd have lunch at one of our awesome restaurants in the downtown, uh, whether it's Italian or uh, or uh, upscale tacos or Mediterranean food at Mediterranean. We'd take you to one of our small restaurants and you would have a really uh, a great lunch that would rival anything you would get in uh, in Chicago. And so we have a lot of those uh, those local restaurants to choose from. And then uh, we'd go put on a pair of skates and we would go to our skating rink which was one of the, which is one of the largest outdoor rinks that are covered. It's a pavilion, but it's a huge pavilion that has a a span, so our ice rink is actually bigger than Rockefeller Center's, but it's also covered. So oh, it's, interesting. It's used, yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful facility. It's got these huge spans of, uh, I think, 120 feet. So if it rains or snows, it doesn't matter. We're still skating. And so we'd, we'd have fun with that. And after that, uh, maybe we would uh, walk on our 10 miles of pathways. We have pathways all over the city. Um, that makes it easier to go on a nice brisk walk, maybe tour the university area that's uh, very vibrant. In our north district, we have one of, a, uh, a new Y that's a very large YMCA for if you want to take a Pilates class. Uh, so, I mean, those are just a few of the things, uh, but we try, we're a very active community and uh, we started a Fit City initiative about 15, 20 years ago and uh, to encourage people to be active, to be fit. I'm actually working from a stand-up desk now, uh, which um, uh, many of us at City Hall use stand-up desks because we just believe that being active and vibrant is really part of who we are here in Valparaiso. So switching gears for a minute, at Strong Towns, our big focus is helping towns and cities become financially strong and resilient. What does Valparaiso do to ensure that it is financially strong now and for the future? Well, that, that's a good question. And, uh, you know, it's very important that cities are fiscally strong and make wise decisions, but it's also important that they find the money, money to invest because you can make 
you can make two mistakes in, in leading a local government. One is you can borrow way too much and, and not be careful in your spending, and that's a burden on the next generation. Or you can fail to make the proper investments, and that is also a burden on the next generation, unfunded um, maintenance and deferred maintenance. And so we try to find that balance and we've made, you know, tens and, and hundreds of millions of dollars of investments in our community over the last 10 years, whether it be stormwater, uh, whether it be sidewalks, streets, uh, amphitheaters. Um, so one of the things that we've done is, frankly, over the last 10 or 12 years, even though we've grown as a city, uh, we haven't added, we've added very few uh, positions within the city because we've had to do more with less. And so that's allowed us to put more money into in, into infrastructure, and so that's one of the reasons we we've added roundabouts. We're one of the, I think the only city in Northeast Indiana. We were the first, certainly. So we have you know seven or eight roundabouts now that save energy, keep the cars moving better and much safer, and are more beautiful than you know stoplights. And so we're trying to be progressive and bring new ideas and new ways of thinking. Here, but we also started a um, rainy day fund. We didn't have one when when we took over 15 years ago. So we have been able to set, set aside about 3.5 million in a rainy day fund. Uh, we have balanced budget. We are continuing to find new new ways to get grants uh, in order to make investments uh, again in infrastructure and make sure that that the city it looks good from the ground up and and below the ground too because so much happens below the ground that that impacts uh, the health of the city whether it be stormwater uh, utilities uh, uh, or even bearing electrical uh, lines so that um, you improve the, the the beauty of the city and so um, so that's the balance you want to be you want to make wise investments you also want to partner with the private sector, so we're very we're partnering all the time with the private sector and and with our with our uh, local philanthropic organizations and individuals. Um, and so, for instance, we're 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 just about to build a new dog park this year, and we're partnering with Lakeshore Paws, which is a local nonprofit. They're going to run the dog park because they know all about dog parks, and so. It is about partnerships uh, with the private sector and, uh, and with the nonprofit sector uh, anymore. And you can't look at yourself uh, as, uh, as an island, but as forging partnerships and building bridges. Last question I want to ask, what do you think of, if you've had a chance to look at, the other towns that are in this contest? And in the first round, you guys faced off against another Indiana town, Greenfield. Um, what, do you, what do you think of Greenfield? Were they a good rival? I think he's got some great towns in the uh, competition. Greenfield's a, a wonderful town. It's, been, it's a little bigger than than we are, and it's not far from Indy. So it's uh, it it like us. They're near a large metropolitan center. I also think Traverse City. I've been there many times myself. It's a, it's a it's a community. I have bike trails. In fact, that's you know when I was younger, uh, that's where I got the idea for making sure that that we um, built a bike trail system too. Yes, I wish we were close to the lake, but we don't have a waterfront or a river, and I, and uh, and that's the only thing we're lacking. So we're going to build a canal one of these days. But it's a matter of taking the strengths that you do have, and uh, and then being having a strong vision, and building the bridges of trust that are necessary to carry out that vision. And that's what we've done over the last 15 years. It began with a vision 
of saying, hey, we can be not only better than what we are, we can be one of the best in the Midwest. And that's what we set out to do 15 years ago. And at the same time, we've built bridges of trust to our citizens through good communication, through fiscal restraint, through working hard to get grants from federal grants uh, so that we're, we're leveraging the money that we do have and through following through on the promises that we've made and making sure that when we do when we build a system like a bus system Chicago or an intercity bus system, which we also created, that they're sustainable bus systems and they're effective and they're really serving needs. So the more you do that, the more you build a foundation of trust that allows you to carry out your vision. That's what local government can do. And I, I believe, and I know there's a lot of, there seems to be a lot of angst uh, sometimes in, 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 uh, in with regard to our federal and to some degree state systems. And I feel that local government can lead the way to rebuilding trust in, in government and, and really to moving states forward. As, as I said to our governor recently, you know, the cities are, are the stallions of the state. you got to let your stallions run. Because, you know, people are moving to cities, whether they be large cities or small cities, uh, more and more people are moving to cities where the opportunity is. And what we try to do as a smaller city is is to make it harder and harder for people to get in their car and go to Chicago on a Friday. You know, last Friday I was at a local restaurant. It was packed, you know, and uh, and that was one of 30 or 40 uh, just in the downtown and it was a vibrancy, people walking around. Uh, pretty soon, as the weather warms up, we'll start having event after event after event in our downtown plaza. And people want to be around that activity. And what we've seen now in the last five years, because our downtown is so awesome, the people want to live in the downtown. So now developers are building high-density townhomes, um, high-quality townhomes, and we've seen the local home market for homes within a half a mile of the downtown, uh, their values have gone way up. Why? Because like what my son did, he bought his first home. He said, I want to be within walking distance of the downtown because it's so awesome. So we're going to be seeing a lot of that happening, a lot of higher density um, developments, condos, townhomes in the downtown. That's part of our plan over the next three years as well as uh, developing uh, a creative arts district and then creating a transit-oriented development district. Those, that's what's in process now. So uh, we have a plan to move it forward and to continue to really, I think, be a, a model for other cities our size uh, here in Indiana and around the country. Mayor Costas, thank you so much for speaking with me today, and I wish Valparaiso the best of luck in this contest. Uh, for our listeners, don't forget to vote for the strongest town at strongtowns.org slash strongest town. So thanks again, Mayor, and uh, take care. Thank you, Rachel. It's great to be part of this competition, and, uh, and you enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. We need your help. If you think the Strong Town's message is important, don't keep it to yourself. Pass it on. You can get more information and sign up to be a member of Strong Towns at strongtowns.org. Drastic times require what? Drastic measures, yes! Who said that? They know that America's one big pothole right now. Bill, 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 Bill. That's a story. Chuck Marone, this has been fascinating. Who made the city? I like you. I like your vision of the of the world. 
The United Nations Earth Summit, Agenda 21. Yeah.